may recall yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about uh, Nexus that we didn't get a chance to talk to our next guest about another issue uh, involving um, the border. Now, earlier this week, uh, the Vancouver province reported on a story of a man uh, that operates a cross-border business. His name is Jonathan Howling, and he's been banned from the United States for life after he was selected for a random search at the Peace Arch border crossing, of course, in Surrey, uh, a location that he's made dozens of uh, trips uh, many, many times. Um, and he got, as I said, uh, chosen for a random search. And in his vehicle, the officer, I guess, uh, found uh, CBD oil in his car, uh, a CBD bottle, a small little bottle that he had th- thrown into his center console a few few years ago and had forgotten ab- about it. It contained less than 0.3% of THC, um, which is not a controlled substance in the United States. He uh, was detained at the border for hours, fingerprinted, DNA swabbed, and fined $500. And, of course, he got a lifetime ban uh, as well for attempting to enter the United States. So joining us now to talk about uh, the issues of CBD, but um, other uh, sort of ways you can get in trouble trying to get across the border is uh, Len Saunders. He's an immigration lawyer at Blaine Immigration. Hello, Len. Thank you for joining us again. Hi, Jazz. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I- I'm going to assume you're staying away from the uh, the Black Friday deals uh, south south of the border. I'm working hard to uh, make all my Canadian clients happy, so I haven't been shopping today. I've been okay. at work all day. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a zoo, so so I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you're, you're you're at work. So walk me through this. Uh, now, the average Canadian's going to listen to this story and they go, "Look, okay, I understand what happened here, but a lifetime ban—that seems really harsh." Well, and the American officers have every right to do this under federal immigration laws. So this gentleman didn't realize he was doing anything wrong. He put some CBD oil that he'd had for a while or whatever was CBD-based into his car in his glove compartment or center console, and they found it. And because it's considered a uh, controlled substance federally, a Schedule I controlled substance, the officers, not only did they seize the item, they gave him what's called a ZT, a zero-tolerance customs fine of $500. They did a lengthy sworn statement having him admit that it is illegal at a U.S. port of entry, which is federal government, even though where I am just south of there in Blaine, it's legal to buy, but you can't bring it over the border federally, and uh, gave him a lifetime bar. So I'm not surprised because this has been going on for a while. Obviously, with the pandemic and very few Canadians traveling into the U.S., you haven't seen a lot of it. But now with the border reopening and more people traveling and cannabis being legal in, in Canada, you're going to see more people, retirees who maybe use CBD or gummy bears, anything cannabis-related for medical purposes. If they have it in their RV as they're driving south, the exact same thing can happen to them. And and actually, when I was in MLA, I remember uh, talking to some government folks, the fastest growth that they were seeing at one point in the use of cannabis was actually with seniors and particularly with oils. So you can definitely see something like that happening. Now, you said, look, the cannabis is, is legal in Washington state, but ultimately the borders are still a federal jurisdiction. And that's the distinction, isn't it? Well, absolutely. And, you know, I think the The Canadian government has done a really good job at legalizing cannabis throughout Canada, federally, within the provinces. The Americans have done a horrible job because it's it's created confusion. Some states it's legal, some states it's not. 
It's not legal federally. And so this is why you're seeing these unsuspecting Canadians run into problems. And I hate to say it, the only one who benefits is me. It's a great stream of uh, clients. But these are not people who should be applying for waivers, but they're painted with the same brush as a drug trafficker because whether you have you know, a small amount of CBD oil or your trunk is full of you know, hundreds of pounds of marijuana, you're still in violation of a Controlled Substance Act in the U.S., and you're in- inadmissible for life. If you are able to p- prove, as this gentleman hopefully will be, that, look, it, it was an innocent mistake, like, how, it, what's the chance of being successful? Zero. I went to Ottawa four or five years ago to testify in front of the Canadian Senate when they were legalizing cannabis, and I said, you are going to see Canadians who go to the border unknowingly either get lost or they leave something in their car because most people when they go and buy stuff they're not walking to their cannabis store they're driving and i said to the senate you're going to see canadians who subject them themselves to lifetime bars from entering the u.s and this is exactly what's happened are there any other uh, stories that you've heard beyond just cbd oil where this is happening well i'll tell you a great story um the basketball player, the female basketball player who went into Russia with a vape mm-hmm. pen with some CBD oil, the exact same thing happened to her. And the Americans are so hypocritical. They're criticizing the Russians. You know, they've put her in jail and they're saying this isn't fair and it was a mistake. And I look and I go, this is exactly what happens to fellow Canadians. The only difference is they don't get put in jail for nine years. But giving someone a lifetime bar, especially if you're young and you have business to do down here, you want to go to Disneyland, it's the same thing. So the Americans, they need to wake up. They need to realize this isn't the kind of person that they want to bar for life from coming to this country. Because this gentleman, he's trying to do business down here. It's almost counterproductive to the Americans. But I could tell you, Jazz, story after story, all walks of life, professionals, Hmm. business people, old, young, it's happening to tons of people most people don't want to go on the on the radio or the news because they're embarrassed so i have to give this gentleman jonathan credit for at least bringing the story up because most people don't want to say what happened to them yeah i mean i i assumed it happened it was isolated i didn't realize that this is still going on and it is incredibly prevalent absolutely wow. absolutely i see it all the time i'm not going to say daily but i i definitely see two or three cases a week, and I'm just one immigration lawyer in Blaine. There must be hundreds of people who this is happening to on a monthly basis coming into the U.S. from Canada. Mm -hmm. So the warning here is, look, uh, be very smart, check your car, and uh, especially with uh, something like this, just be absolutely sure that you don't have anything in your car, you've discarded something, you've forgotten about something, something you've forgotten in your trunk or your console, whatever it may be, check everything before you cross the border. Absolutely. And for someone like this, even if they make it back in with a waiver, they'll never get Nexus again. So now they're back in the regular line having to wait for hours. How long does a waiver take? Like even if, let's say if you were successful, that rare time you'd be successful, is this something that can be dealt with pretty quickly? Oh, yeah. And it's not rare. Most of them get approved. Um, takes about a month to get the application completed. And then once it gets submitted, about three months. So he technically could come back in. I think his has occurred earlier this month. So he could come back in sometime in the springtime, definitely. But what a headache. Absolutely, what a Absolute headache. Absolutely headache, and it costs money, and he has to do it for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. Len, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Have yourself a, a wonderful weekend. Same to you. Thanks, Jess.